Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Sarah Michelle Galleroff, Buffy the Vampire Welcome. We stand together. Yep, yep. It's a pop culture academic symposium, folks. That's right. We're the pop culture professors. I'm Lauren Brickman. And I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. And you know, we're smart people talking dumb topics. Facts on facts on facts. We've taught at the college level, a, a level of education that is not required by the government. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this, but you choose to, and you might see us, especially mm-hmm. Lauren. How many classes do you have coming up this week? I'm ending at two schools and I'm starting at, at another. So I have three classes that just started at one college. I have three classes ending at one college and another. So this week I'll have uh, three, four, six, oh no. Oh no. seven no. At least seven classes this My week. My goodness. Yeah. And you had to get a master's degree to do that. Mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. one as well. And yet we're going to do a podcast about standing. And, and oh, we got, I, I don't want to blow what the topic is, but it's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> it is. A, it's, a, it's an exciting day. But Caitlin, you just, the word stand, being an obsessive yeah. fan of something, what are you standing right now? Okay. I'm standing a movie, which I don't always stand a movie, but oh. it's a Clive Owen movie uh, called Croupier. From 1998, it's a British movie about a uh, a a casino dealer. And you know what? I have a blind spot, pop culture blind spot for, I've always said this, for Mm -hmm. for white actors, I thought from like the last 10 to 15 years, Mm -hmm. turns out it might be longer because I don't think I fully knew who Clive Owen was either. Mm. But I'm learning. And he was great. That's exciting. I fully endorse him being a star for the last 25 years. Wow, that's that's. I'm glad to know he finally won you over. That's exciting for him. He's I just don't for see it. the movies these men are in, and mm. and I'm then when I do, I'm like, hey, good work, man. Okay, you're, you're doing great. That's awesome. Supportive. Great job being a lead in the movie 23 years ago. <laughs> uh, and I just watched it. Well, yeah, that's I know. Fun. I'm sorry that I said 1998 was 23 years ago. That was really uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. That was actually rude. I actually always know how long ago 1998 was, though, because that's the year my brother was born. So, oh, what a rude reminder! <laughs> it's a rude reminder. I have a living, breathing reminder. <laughs> oh my God, he can uh, he could almost rent a car. Almost Even 1998 can almost rent a car. Almost. But not yet, son. Not well, yet. What are you standing this week, Lauren? Well, you know what? I've been on a journey the last couple weeks. Um. With a new freeform television show Uh-oh. called Cruel Summer. Now, it's freeform, so you know I was automatically going to check it out. But on top of that, it's got Sarah Drew on it. There we go. Uh, you know, we love April from Grey's Anatomy. So we do. Of, of course, I was drawn to it like a moth to the flame. But I'll be honest with you, the pilot episode, I wasn't so <laughs> sure about. Okay. It's, it's, it's nostalgia. It takes place in the 90s, but it takes place over 
three different summers. So there's a lot of timelines. Oh, God. That being said, this is the first time in a very long time I have been genuinely surprised by a show. Like, I don't know where it's going. Like, it's a little overwhelming. There's a lot going on. And I and the first couple episodes, like the format was hard to like relax into. It's not a show that you can like kick back and like just be like, <laughs> oh, no, it's not a typical freeform show, but I'm into it because I genuinely could not tell you right now what the reveal is, is going to like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I love it now like, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Like, I, let's be honest, I knew on Big Little Lies what was going on. I know, like, all those prestige... which is okay. Which is okay. Nicole Kidman, you do great work. I always know what happened. Like, (laughs) I always know. But on Cruel Summer, I'm like, I don't know. And it's cool. Now, what is the central mystery, if you will? So, it centers around a small town in Texas when a girl is kidnapped. And so it's sort of like the reverberations of what happens to a community when someone goes missing. Fair. And it's really interesting, but like it shows the story from a few different perspectives. So you like the first episode, you think you're going to just follow one particular character through the story, but then it shifts back and forth almost like, um, I'm, I've said this on the pod before. I'm a huge fan of like uh, British TV shows because I feel yeah. like they'll um, like sk- like I think like this show like totally very different, but it reminds me of Skins in that it allows wow. you to sort of shift whose point of view you're really like watching the story unfold through. Like the protagonist kind of shifts um, back and forth, uh, which is cool. It's very we interesting. Love it. We love it. Anyways, now um, can I ask you? Did the term "cruel summer" exist before the Banana Rama song? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think Bananarama invented it. That's what I believe. They definitely popularized it in my mind. Mm -hmm. But then you have Taylor and then you have this. And it's like, we're just saying it all the time now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it too. Um, Anyways, you know what else I love? Mm Mm-hmm. Five star reviews. (laughs) And this week we got a very sweet one from Web Check-In. Love that name. Love the name Web Check-In. Uh, this one says, they know what they're doing. Five stars. Thank you for this podcast. Well, Web Check-In, you're welcome. I love that. I love they know what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Because we say these credits to make people feel comfortable. And then that <laughs> that, that only, it solidifies our theme. Yeah, it really does. So thank you for thanking us. We thank you for the thank you. And We'll thank anyone that drops a five-star review. So if That's you want to thank true. you. That's true. We know what we are doing in thanking people that do five-star reviews. So mm-hmm. if you want to be part of that club, if you want not a cruel summer, but in fact, a very happy summer. Also, I just bought a pack of new thank you cards. I have some thank yous Ooh. to send out. So if you slide into our DMs and you want a thank you card, I will hand write a thank you letter for Uh-oh. a five-star review. Gratitude so. journal mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Well, speaking of cruel summers and joy, today we're doing something a little different. Yeah. You know, summer is right around the corner. Semesters are ending. New semesters are beginning. And the masks are coming off and we're getting back to life in the real world. And so Caitlin and I thought today it would be fun (laughs) to talk about songs of the summer right mm-hmm. and you know each year kind of has the song of the summer that people yes. agree on or fight over or you know they're 
it's it's king of the hill, you know? It really is. And, you know, right now, we don't know what the song in the summer is going to be for 2021. It's only May. It's only May. But Caitlin and I thought today would be a fun day to sort of go go through some of the hits and talk about some of our favorite mm-hmm. songs of the summer of all times. Those we love, those we yes. think didn't get enough love. And so we're doing a top 10 countdown, but we're also going to be putting each other's pop culture prowess to the test. Oh. Today, there's no guest. We oh. are just challenging each other. And Caitlin, I feel like, I feel like it's time to play a game. Oh, I'm nervous. I, if I were you, I would be nervous. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> No, we're going to see if you've been paying attention in class this semester. We're going to find out. We're about to find out. Oh, God, that's how pop quizzes work. Mm. This is how I find out if you've been actively listening or simply hearing. Because, kids, there is a difference between hearing and listening. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, you know, we love the game Name That Tune. And, Caitlin, as a self-proclaimed queen of summer, you love to have a summer. I have six chart-topping, absolute summer bangers that, sadly, were never considered official songs of the summer. Wow. So I'm going to play you a song that is definitely about summer, definitely a banger, but was not considered a song of the summer they were released. But what I want from you is not only the name of the song, but I want to know who penned this song or who performed it. Sure, sure. And what year it came out. Okay, wow. Okay, I'm, I'm honored to be challenged in this way. Okay. We'll some see of these, what happens. I, some of these I think you're going to nail. Some of these I'm not so sure. Okay. That's fair. Okay. So here, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ease into things with number one. Oh, God. But see when you say it that way. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. So... Mm-hmm. This is LFO, Summer Girls. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 1998. You're so close. It was 1999. Yeah. 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 But I knew I knew that would be, I knew that was a softball. Uh, yes. LFO, light, funky ones, Summer Girl. <laughs> How dare you? I must say that is actually rude for you to bring up their full name. The light, funky ones. Uh, and if we all remember, Jennifer Love Hewitt was the summer girl in the video. She was dating oh. one of the summer boys. Right, <laughs> right, right. Boys. Um, God bless. What a song. Iconic, but never, never declared the official song of the summer. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. too much competition in the a lot of competition back 1999. then. 1999. I'm curious. Do you know? Do you remember what the official song of that summer was? <sighs> um, "Genie in a Bottle." Yes, you are correct. It was <laughs> "Genie in a Bottle." Um, I have to say, "Genie in a Bottle." Whew, I I hated that song in 1999 because wow. I could not escape it. It was everywhere. That was a song. I felt like I was being bullied by Genie in a Bottle because I could not escape Genie in a Bottle. I felt like a Genie in a Bottle. Wait till you really met that person behind that song. Then you would really feel that way. This was the way the radio, like, I remember imagining what I thought Christina Aguilera looked like, (laughs) and I was dead wrong. Yeah. I thought she Um, was 10 years older, at least. 10 years older, 10 inches taller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I was imagining someone that looked more like Shania Twain. Yes. Yes, I think that's correct. But but this is, you know, we were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. All right. Well, you know what's not wrong? This next song. Let's see if you can figure out song number two. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. 
have a drive Go out and see what you can find If a daddy's rich, take her out for a meal If a daddy's poor, just do what you feel Speed along the lane <laughs> This song is a, truly a horrible message. Um, I think the song is just called In the Summertime. I forget who this version is. It is the most popular, most recent mm-hmm. version. It's a very old song. Yes, uh, it is. But I know, I know what you... This song was on the radio and stuff yes. uh, back in the day, but I don't remember who it is. Uh, you're right. It is called In the Summertime, and it, came, it was a hit in the year 1970. And this particular version was performed by Mungo Jerry. Gotcha. Yeah, this song has the, the thesis of uh, if her daddy's rich, take mm-hmm. her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what you feel. And yeah. that's really it's... a great message to young men. <laughs> the reason I thought of this, though, is I, I immediately knew I wanted to play uh, the LFO song. Sure. And honestly, I feel like Mungo Jerry walks so LFO could run. It wow. feels like these two songs... And and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I know a few songs that are going to show up later on on this on this podcast. I think we owe a lot to Mungo Jerry and in the summertime. I think you're right. There's a lot about courting in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. about the new rules for summer. Yes. Right, wrong or otherwise. I think Mungo Jerry <laughs> really set a tone and, and created a blueprint. Mostly there. otherwise. Mostly mm-hmm. otherwise. Mm-hmm. But I have to say. Uh, it, it, the message is problematic, but the jam is good. You know, it's the unpo- you know there's no escaping it. There's and I no feel escaping like there was it. a, even in the 90s, I feel like that was sampled. Mm-hmm. You heard it more again. Yeah. And I feel like it's like a beat you've heard in commercials. It's just, it's an earworm that makes me think of summer. Absolutely. Know? All right. Well, this next one, I think you're going to, you're probably already going to know what it is before I even hit play, but here we go. This song, this just speaks to the honesty of these games because mm-hmm. it's Cruel Summer yeah, by yeah. Banana Rammer, which I wouldn't have brought up if I knew it was going to be quizzed on. But, but uh, the fact that it already came up before we even played the game proves just proves that this is a banger. And the fact that it was never officially a song with Summer is crazy. It's from 1984. I do know that. Mm-hmm. And then it was covered by Ace of Bass. Mm-hmm. And which was which was kind of strange, honestly. <laughs> yeah, the the Ace of Base Cruel Summer. The the weirdest part was that it didn't sound that different. <laughs> that that's what I was just gonna yeah. say. Like it wasn't really a. It was almost like a live cover, like as if they needed filler for a concert, but it didn't make any sense. Yeah, it also was in like the year two thousand. Like it was just nothing about it made sense. It feels like one of those things they only got away with because they were like an inner a band from not America, right? And I mean, like they were playing by different rules over there. Ace of Base is one of those bands that can only win. They can't really lose. Like, if when they have a misstep, you're just like, well, you misstepped. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you're not like, I'm going to punish you for this misstep. Yeah. I think, well, I think we, we may circle back to uh, okay. Ace of Base later on the show. But, all right, you're crushing it. You're doing really well. This next song, I will be honest with you. I, for, I well, I'm going to play you the song and then find out if you recognize it. Okay, great. You'll see straw sombreros and T-top Camaros with stereos blasting in the parking lot. You'll see rock hard bodies and bikini hotties. And everybody's got it going on and showing what they got. Hey. 
I mean, this one has a good message, which is mm-hmm. unusual. Yeah. I don't know the the song. And okay. I keep thinking I'm about to. I'm just trying to hear the voice. Yeah. I, uh, I'll i be honest. I didn't know this song existed, and I can't believe I didn't know it. Yeah. It, it, every next second, I thought, oh, I'm going to recognize it now. Mm-hmm. And then it never happened. Same. And is it by, like, Linda Thompson? No. Okay. It's by you're you're gonna be shocked, I think, when you okay. when I, I tell I'm, you. It came out in the year two thousand five. So okay, that's already disturbing. It's already so disturbing. Uh, but it came out in two thousand five, which is the summer I graduated from high school, which means I was I was living in Oklahoma still. And yeah, this, this should have been on your I radar. I should recognize this, but this is Sunshine and Summertime by Faith Hill. Wow, that doesn't sound like her 2005 voice at all. At all, right? It does. It does. Now that you say it, it, does kind of sound like her early 90s voice when she was more country. Yeah. But by 2005, she was fully like ballad. I. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know how this one got passed. I think this is an inception issue. This mm-hmm. did not come out in 2005. This was implanted recently. But to what end? I don't know. Yeah. It feels like it was meant to be like the title track for like a movie or a t- or or like a intro for like a TV show. Yes. And that project didn't go anywhere and the song got lost. That's yes. my theory. It sounded, my guess was Linda Thompson, who is uh, Reba's duet partner on mm-hmm. Does He Love You? And it sounds like that era of country music, like 1993 was going to be my guess all yeah. the way. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm shamed. I I I was shocked when I discovered this ge- this uh, this gem. Um, it will be on my rotation for the summer now. I'm into it. Good vibes. All right, we got two more songs. Oh my gosh, here we go. Oh my Just gosh. a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? This is. Summertime by Will Smith yeah. from the year 1990. Ooh, okay. You're so close. It's 1991. Yeah. And just a reminder, he was releasing music as the Fresh Prince at this time. Good not point. Will Smith. That's good. Uh, and, it is a, and, it, and, it, and it's released as DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Right. Yeah. Polite. Very polite. Very polite. Yes. This is the definition of, of summer madness, as the song goes on to say. Mm-hmm. And this is a song that... Uh, does any other song set the tone for summer quite like summertime? It's interesting. I don't I don't think we're going to talk about Will Smith at length beyond this. And he no. really is a summer hit factory. A hundred percent. I, you know, I actually went back and added this song after I looked at the songs because... Because, folks, preview of what's to come ahead. (laughs) Caitlin and I have each chosen five songs to put on the top 10 songs of the summer of all time. Uh, And when I saw Will Smith had not broken into the top 10, I was like, we got to We got to find a way to talk about Will. You know, it's one of those things. Had we done it by artist, he definitely would have been on. Mm -hmm. But for me, no particular song breaks through past my five. But as far as artists, he might be number one. That's yeah. It's so strange. He is the artist of the summer. Because you had Wild Wild West, oh. Men in Black. Uh, yeah. So many, so many. I mean, Welcome and then to you Miami. The, the Willin- yeah, the Willennium album, which mm-hmm. is... Uh, that entire album just screams summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we thank you, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff, for what you have done so folks can have a summer. All right. We have one final song. Um, and I will be very impressed if you know this song. Wipe it out, 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 wipe
I don't know the song. All right. I just love this song. Oh, um, well, it's it's Run DMC, isn't it? At the end? It sounds like them, but it is not. It's actually, and this is what's so wild. It's called Wipeout by Fat Boys and the Beach Boys. Right. Yes. And this is this is maybe from that movie Disorderlies. Yes, I, I think, think it is. is. It is from that. Yes, I could not remember the the origin of the song. Uh, yes, but the fat I. Boys. Yes, but I remember the fat boys, and <laughs> I, I am just obsessed with the fact. And this song came out just so everybody knows in 1987, and right. from the late 80s to the mid 90s, the way the Beach Boys just. Oh yeah, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. They they were. John Stamos and Full House <laughs> and the Fat Boys and the, the way the Beach Boys were like, we're not going to let you all forget that we're the kings of summer is yeah. iconic. And I didn't really understand that they were actually good band until yeah. much later because they were in so much goofy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. When I was growing up that I didn't know that they were like a respected band for a long time. Yeah. It's yes, I associate them with Kokomo, with the mm-hmm. Full House episode, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They were pulling shenanigans right and left in the late so 80s, early 90s. So many shenanigans. But again, had had to include them, had to include the Fat Boys. I love this iconic matchup. Uh, Wipeout, it's a banger. Well, Caitlin, congratulations. You've proved that you are truly a queen of summer. Thank well you. done. This is very challenging. Bravo. Um, we're going to take a quick break to rehydrate, and uh, we'll be right back. Splash! Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. Summer stands. 
we are, as promised, going to count down for you the top 10 songs of summer. Mm-hmm. Now, these are songs that are pretty much universally agreed upon to be the song of a given summer. And then we're going in and we are doing a top 10 of those with, you know, many caveats and footnotes along the way because that's our style. Mm-hmm. So we each picked five. Uh, so these are the We Stand top 10. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with 10 and I'm already going to cause a problem mm-hmm. by talking about two songs. And I want to talk about the year 2013, which I think personally is like the height of summer songdom because it's the summer of Pharrell. Pharrell came out so strong that summer. Um, mm-hmm. He got the what I think is the official song of summer and then a runner up that almost any other summer would be the song of the summer. Mm-hmm. So let's first hear Get Lucky by Daft Punk featuring Pharrell. I'm up all night to get some. She's up all night for good fun. I'm up all night to get lucky. We're up all night to the sun. We're up all night to get some. We're up all night for good fun. We're up all night to get lucky. 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 I mean, Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And this song, I think, came out first. And you're like, well, that's the song of the summer. Like, I think we're done here. And this is why it's so important to go for your dreams, folks, because you could just let Daft Punk run away with it. But mass Singer Celebrity Detective, <laughs> Robin Thicke said, I don't think so. I think I'm getting Pharrell and I'm doing a song and it's called Blurred Lines. I mean, <laughs> introducing Emily Ratajkowski to our world. Oh. And it, it really just, to me, 2013 Song of the Summer Race is akin to the 1973 Kentucky Derby. What do mm. I mean by that? Kentucky Derby 1973, Secretariat still holds the record for the fastest ever Kentucky Derby. But at the time, the horse that placed behind him would have also had the fastest ever Kentucky Derby. But unfortunately, he ran it in the year of Secretariat. Mm. And that happens sometimes. You know, when you are around greatness, it ebbs and flows. And Pharrell is part of that greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a party summer. I really need Pharrell to come back in 2021. We actually desperately, desperately need him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we just had so much fun. And it was the resurgence of Robin Thicke. And thank you to 2013. I... Uh, Pharrell, Pharrell will always, to me, be the year 2013. Like, that's just what I'm going to think of forever when I think of the year 2013. And yeah, he doesn't owe us anymore, but I would take it. The fact that he keeps giving is just incredible. It's incredible. 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 Uh, two bangers. Um, I will say Get Lucky is... <laughs> Get Lucky is a song that I always get excited when I hear at, like, a wedding come on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's one of those songs that, like... Um, the chorus feels like it may never end if you've had too many drinks. <laughs> and I, I have once or twice been on the dance floor and been like, I'm going to die here. I'm going to die here. <laughs> this song won't end. And mm-hmm. I lo- but I love I that that's, feeling. That's its charm. And that's mm-hmm. it's its problem. Uh, 
Um, well, Caitlin, thanks for kicking this off right. I'm going to take us back a little while. Love it. Uh, I'm going to take us back because, you know, when I think of summer, it's hard not to think about youth and childhood Absolutely. when you think about summer. And nothing says summer to me or childhood to me more than this song. Yes, that's right. We got some new kids on the block. Mm. Listen to those sick beats, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I love sick beats. I just, you know, step by step, the song, the album was such a huge win for me. I just like, I love it. I love it. And I had to include it. I knew the new kids on the block needed to be on this episode somewhere. And, you know, this song in particular was such a huge, huge hit for them. It came, it was the the official song of the summer in 1999. Um, And I just, I look back and I have like, I have like very clear memories of being a very small child, (laughs) but trying to dress like them and dance like them and carry my like Barbie dolls um, that were actually, they were just dolls, but I kept calling them my Barbie boys because they were (laughs) on the block dolls. What are those called? Are those not licensed by Barbie? Because they, Mattel is doing a lot of work there. Yeah, they're not, they're not Barbies, but they looked like them. They looked more like a Ken doll than any other doll out there like you could set barbie up on a date with donnie and it looked like they were made by the same company you know (laughs) and you have and i have many many times yeah donnie was allowed to date barbie um but (laughs) but she was he was jordan wasn't allowed to because jordan was my husband is what i would tell sure well that's how marriage works yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i was like you know quite young and telling my mom no jordan's mine like i really thought jordan and i belonged to me in the summer of 1990 um but i love this song and uh, caitlin and i not long ago we enjoyed a summer when we saw them <laughs> in person in jersey city yeah our last summer that we mm-hmm. existed yeah mm-hmm. which was 2019 we did go and it yeah. was amazing and thank god like the fumes of that have like Ooh. really helped me through the pandemic 100 percent. i hold on to that concert that concert and i hold on to donnie Wahlberg. Uh, defining feminism for us. <laughs> oh my and gosh. That is what got me through the darkest parts Yet of quarantine. Yet another mess singer connection. Mm-hmm. And I do think it is our career goal. I don't want to speak for you, but mm-hmm. I will, is to be entertainment on the new Kids on the Block cruise. Oh my God. All I want, all I want is to be invited to do We Stand live on a new Kids on the Block cruise is the ultimate goal. And anyone listening that has connections, Please, please. Our DMs are always open. Always open for that. Always. Yes, always. Any they're time open, of the day. They're open for anything, but particularly for that. But, but yeah. you know. In particular, if you know the hookup, please, please. To th- oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. So that's number nine on the list. New Kids on the Block, step by step. Thank you, summer of 1990. Amazing, amazing. Um, My next one, oh, I, I think a little bit of a forgotten jam, uh, but I was excited to see that this was listed for 1991. This is Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. Yeah, 
wow. a, a rare soft rock song of the summer. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a, a song that I don't think has stayed with us. I, I love it, but I, I don't know that our Gen Z listeners, mm. let us know. Let us know. I don't think our Gen Z listeners are even our younger millennial. Is that a song you grew up with or you know? I hope so, but I kind of think no. Mm. It's kind of gone away. It uh, was a song that came out with the movie Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, mm -hmm. which was an early 90s movie doing a lot of the sort of historical fiction romance that we would see in the later 90s blow up with Romeo plus Juliet and Titanic. Mm -hmm. But this laid the groundwork. I love a Robin Hood story. Um just a fun song. One of those those videos they completely just phone in. They just have footage from the movie and they have Brian Adams in a forest. Oh, and so good. Never asked for much more than that. And um, would absolutely challenge a young person that's never seen this film to watch it and tell me what you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is such Christian a good song. Slater. Christian Slater. I was always I I was a big Christian Slater stand. Yeah, he's a good, I, especially he's a good one. especially this moment in my life. Uh, this song, ooh, I love it. I love it. I I'm glad to see it was an official song of the summer because it's a it's an official song of my heart. And so to know yeah. that it actually got that sort of acclaim is it, it, it's heartening. Do you remember when he tried to repeat the success with the Three Musketeers movie and the All for One song with Rod <sighs> mm -hmm. Stewart and Sting? Yeah. It doesn't. It's just not quite as good. You well, want it to be and it's not. The movie is also just not quite as good. Yeah. The whole thing just wasn't. It just everything about that. It, it was because it, it was it was chasing. A, a, it was chasing, chasing that Robin Hood high. You know? And this movie was huge. People forget. I mean, it it has the Mel Brooks spinoff. Robin Hood's men in tights exists because of the popularity of this movie. Like yes, that it does. is crazy. We That's owe why it so we much. have Dave Chappelle. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. He's so funny in that movie. It's it really is a perfect duo of movies where the mm -hmm. original movie is good and then the parody movie is so funny <laughs> the parody movie robin hood the, men in tights the last oh. scene in both i like i'm actually don't really want to say because it's a spoiler for both movies and done so well young oh, people watch so this movie dm us about it dm's also open for this you know what this might we might have to start a patreon account just so we can do a watch along for both of these films uh, I, I would love nothing more oh, other than to hear mm -hmm. your next selection which i i'm curious to hear about <laughs> Okay, so I again, I, I, I when I music to me is like it's it's very <laughs> okay, personal, okay, right? Yep. And I don't know about okay, you, not controversial, but like I think some people when you think of there are like music fans that like think about it like music in like the broad context of like the world and pop culture and like you know what i mean like i know a lot of people that are like i feel like you're really good at this caitlin at like oh yeah it came out in 1999 other charts that summer were you know what i mean and like have mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff yeah for yeah. me with music I, I can do that with like tv and film a lot better than i can with music with music i particularly in my teenage years and my friend i, I grew up in the t in the age of the of the mix cd right like yep. we were constantly doing mix cds and my group of friends were like very into it like my my family still makes fun of me because like i created a soundtrack to the my final morning in oklahoma before i drove oh. away to college <laughs> i planned what song we would listen to as we crossed the state line like i was very I emotional like about music and so I was trying to remember what the song of the summer was the year I graduated high school, which was 2005, as you all know, from Faith Hill and, and Summer. <laughs> um, and 
I was curious what what the actual song that summer was. And according to uh, we're using this this breakdown from bestlifeonline.com that we've been referring to. (laughs) And that is the Bible. Bible. (laughs) And according to them, in 2005, the song of the summer was this this hit. I'm going to play I'm going to play the song that they said is the hit of the summer of 2005. is We Belong Together by Mariah Carey off the yeah. album The Emancipation Mimi, which was apparently the song of the summer in 2005. That that makes sense. That, that's actually a really huge song by one it, of the biggest artists that ever lived. It is. It is. <laughs> For me, spiritually, okay. this song resonates with like 2006, 2007. Um, I feel like... <laughs> Like when I think of the song, I think of it like a year or two you. later. Yeah. Um. I I don't know why I was late to it. I think in 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 reality, I think it was because I was driving and stuff, and I wasn't listening to the radio as much. I was listening to CDs, mm. so I like it was kind of like a summer of freedom, and so I think I just came home to Mariah a little bit later. I think this sure. album had been out before I like really started to stand it. Mm-hmm. Now. Before I reveal what I thought the song of the summer 2005 was, I want to just take us back one year to the summer. Oh. Of, I want to take us back to the summer of 2004. Okay, so I'm gonna t- I'm gonna play a quick uh, a quick taste of what the song of the summer was in the year of our Lord uh, 2004. All right, here we go. All right, so that was Yeah <laughs> by Usher. And hmm. so that was the song of the summer 2004. Again, if you, before I was prepping for the show, if you would have, if I had been on like a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and they were like, what year did Yeah by Usher come out? I would have confidently told you 2006. <laughs> yeah, that's not crazy. Like, I, I associate this song with like, getting into bars in college and like co- like this feels like a college song i had no idea it came out when i was in high school so usher was the song of the summer 2004 mariah carey was the song of the summer 2005 but in my heart in my heart in my soul okay this is the song of the summer of 2005 okay In My Soul, White Houses by Vanessa Carlson is the song of the summer for 2005, even though I found out it actually came out in 2004. Oh, Um, my gosh. (laughs) 
which is why I brought up Usher. So it actually came out in 2004. Um, so it was neither released in the summer of 2005, uh, nor was it anyone else's song. But I cannot tell you um, how many mix CDs this song was on from the year 2005 to the year like 2010. I can't tell you how many times I listened to this on repeat. Um, I can't tell you how many times in my late teens and early 20s I had one too many drinks and put the song on <laughs> and cried. Um, this song just, it, it, this is a song of summer for me for so many reasons. Uh, I, I, particularly, this is, this is so lame. And if any of my friends from high school are listening to this, we had a friend whose last name was White. And his house was sometimes oh, the party house. That's cute. And so I like that. We thought this song was about us and that particular group of friends we called ourselves the sunglass society <laughs> oh i like it um so you know this is interesting but mm-hmm. i don't think what you're saying is crazy as far as the years of okay. songs just mm-hmm. because you know how like the grammys like one album can be nominated across <sighs> like you. three years and i think sometimes what year you look up something came out is is confusing because sometimes it's the year that album came out and maybe the single didn't come out till later. Mm-hmm. Conversely, mm-hmm. sometimes the single comes out ahead of an album, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's fraught. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I do feel sometimes living in the middle of the country, we got stuff later. It, it circled to us later. It but was the- sometimes, cause I feel like sometimes it took a minute before it was on active play on 98.9 kiss FM, the station my mom always had on the car. Now, that said, White House's net was not, it wasn't that, you know, Oklahoma was slow. It was, you were actually quick. You were quick to it. Because <laughs> you're quicker to the rest of the U.S. because the U.S. still hasn't heard it. It was Vanessa Carlton, you know. People oh, yeah. Weren't, yeah, people weren't rocking out to Vanessa Carlton. Actually, I'm sure a ton of people were. I, I mm, bet if we looked mm. up the album sales for that, it would astonish us because yeah. album sales back then were nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah and nothing true. but love to Vanessa Carlton, but. You know, would I say she's had a song of the summer? I'm not sure. So what you're saying is I I, I might be the only person that considers this a, a, a song of summer. Perhaps. It does. The word summer are in there. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. crazy, but. Okay. okay. Well, if anyone um, is interested, I do have a pitch for a movie called uh, White Houses. Uh, it's about teenage. <laughs> Um, anyways, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's number seven for me on this list. Uh, All the- right. Let, let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Just speak to uh, a, a song that I, I think had broader appeal back in 1987. <laughs> uh, it is little known alt rocker Whitney Houston <laughs> with I Want to Dance with Somebody. Uh, amazing Whitney party anthem, the absolute audacity to sing a song about dancing when she famously could not dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she can get away with that because she was Whitney and she was like, well, I'll just sing incredibly well. And who's going to say anything about it? Mm-hmm. No one. It's also kind of a sad one, though, because she used to be so fun, um, so light. And like that color purple that exists in this video, I think is just my favorite color. I don't know what it is. It's just Whitney Houston purple and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just fun. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't think there's a less complicated song in the world. <laughs> That's true. It's also the, so- the song of my first summer. 1987 was my first <laughs> summer. Do you, you know? feel baptized in this song? I do. I, I do think that 
there are a lot of things about my personality can, that can be explained by the fact that this was the banger of my first summer. I, I, I think do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you want to feel the heat with somebody. I do. I do. I want to feel that heat. Uh, the music video is aesthetically one of the coolest music videos ever. Yeah, it's just pretty and it looks like a caboodle came to life, which mm-hmm. is what I hope happens. She's just so fun and pretty. Yeah, it's 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 a great one. It's a great one. It's a fun one. This song comes on. Nobody's mad. Nobody's mad. Nobody's mad. Everybody loves it. Wow. Iconic. I I actually, imagine if someone was. Well, that person is a threat to <laughs> and that person needs to be dealt with accordingly absolutely um yeah we're gonna have to I, to deal i would need to go through extensive de-escalation training to be <laughs> able to manage that situation because if someone got mad about i want to dance with somebody coming on <sighs> i would that would that would that would be hard yeah Let's not even think about it. Let's move on to your to your number five pick. All right. My number five pick is a song that I think on my deathbed, mm-hmm. I will still know all the words to. Yes. mean Whew. wow that is such a good one it's so good and if you were a living breathing human particularly one that identified as female in 1994 i don't know how you don't have that song just tattooed on your hopes your dreams your heart <laughs> like man I, I, what happened to all for one was there just not the bandwidth for boy bands or, or like <sighs> boy, male vocal groups moving forward well that doesn't quite make sense i don't know i, I don't, don't know. know i feel I, I don't know much about all for one to be totally honest and i was try because they were so hot so this was the song of the summer in like 1994 and from 94 to 95 they were crushing it and their songs even kept them charting uh, through part of the later 90s too like they 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 were constantly being played all over because they were they were big not only here but like internationally they have that feel of a band that like is the number one band in germany and it's like not even close to this day (laughs) um it's not even my favorite all for one song. No, they're they're amazing. Mine, mine is I can love you like that. Oof. I love all for one. I would love to know if anyone knows the story about like why why we didn't get more from them. Did they just part ways? Was it bad management? Like what happened? I gotta, I gotta blame bad management at least in part. I have to. I have to. Um, but this was actually what's wild. It wasn't their song first. <laughs> It's a country song, right? Yeah. It was yeah. originally a country artist named John Michael Montgomery. Yes. Yeah. No, he's a huge country star in the 90s. Yeah. I've heard both versions. So. He released it in November of 1993, but then they released it the next year and it was the song of the summer in 94. They used to do that a lot. Remember mm-hmm. Aerosmith's Amazing? Yeah. That's a country song too. Yeah. The 90s were wild, y'all. They would find a way to market a song. Yeah. They will find a way to sell that song. Um, but this song is, this is so great. This song is so, so good. And I think about it all the time and all I've ever wanted is for a man to look me in the eyes and, and 
not sing this song and not even say <laughs> yeah, the words. Because that would be a lot. <laughs> um, but just to know to know that behind the eyes were these thoughts, you know. Just for them to say, I'm familiar with the song, I swear. And you're like, wow. Wow. You. <laughs> you get it. I get it. We all get it. Um, but yeah, I love the song. Yeah. Actually, a man standing there and singing the entire song is would, not anything I want. I don't want that. Terrifying. Please, please, God, don't, don't anyone do that. Um, I feel like this is a song that I'm, I'm kind of surprised during quarantine. We didn't have a bored celebrity, like, remember this song and, like, go viral with it on Instagram or something. Yeah, that's, like, excellent point. I guess SMG really dropped the ball on that one. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. Lisa Rinna. Yeah. I'm really shocked uh, that we didn't see more of this song um, reemerge during the past year, but also thankful that it's intact and it wasn't ruined for us. So yeah, thank, not, thank yet. You. not yet. Uh, this isn't a challenge. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm getting nervous. I think we're going we're gonna to take a quick break and I'm just okay. going to make sure that this, that this song is safely under lock and key and <laughs> we'll idea. be right back. Okay, we are back. The top four. And I I have one for you that to me, this song is an August song and it's such an August song of summer to me. So and, and kudos to it for coming in late and just snatching that crown. Here's 1998's The Boy Is Mine by Brandy and Monica. Uh, this song to me it is straight back to preseason field hockey practice we're talking August it's hot but we're having fun with the song boy is mine I don't know why it's such a female empowerment pop when it is specifically about two women competing for Mm -hmm. a boy but there's something about it that it's it's so joyful they're both so smart and fun in the song Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's time we got this straight you know I think so, too. Sit and talk face to face. (laughs) And shout out to a recent guest of the pod, uh, Amanda Hunt, who has a fabulously hilarious version of this where she plays both uh, Hillary Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. It's iconic. Very, very funny. It's iconic. Very funny. And I would challenge Amanda to put that on TikTok because my challenge to the world is I think this song needs to be used on TikTok more. Mm. I think it's so ripe for so many different versions and it could be so funny. And we just get to hear the song more. Wow. Also, to your point earlier about Gen Z not knowing about Brian Adams, that's another song that should be on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, that's an easy comedic angle, too, of everything mm-hmm. I do. I do it for you, and then you point to, like, mustard or whatever. Yeah. You know? Well, Caitlin, I think you've got some work to do yourself. That's I think, true. Okay. I think you've got some All content right. to I'll make. lock it down here. Um, wow. Boy is mine. We love we love it. Absolutely Monica, beautiful video as well. It's 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 a, it's a stunning video. I, I could do with more Monica in my life. Where is she? What's she doing lately? I feel like I haven't heard from her in a minute. Uh, I mean, they did the verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, more yeah. Monica. Yeah, I just want more. I, I see her ever. She pops her head out, but like, I, I want her to. I want a full like deluxe album. I agree because we know Brandy's going to be on the new ABC show Queens. Mm-hmm. So I, we better see at least a Monica guest star. 
At least, at least. Wow. Well, thank you for reminding me what an iconic song this is. Uh, speaking of iconic songs, we're going to take it a little further back in time. Ooh, I get excited. Here we go. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress as fast until you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's still... I cannot tell you how many thousands of hours of my life have been spent listening to this song. Yeah. It's still rock and roll to me by Billy Joel, Song of the Summer, 1980. Wow. I love this song. I love this song so much. I ha- I just like, it put such a smile on my face. This was a, I used to beg my parents to put this on. <laughs> I would crawl into the closet, get out my dad's record and put it on and dance to it constantly. It's a banger. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Billy Joel is an iconic summer artist. Mm-hmm. He's, of course, from Long Island, an iconic summer place. Mm-hmm. All of his sort of oeuvre deals with fun, but nostalgia and it's time is passing you by. And that's summer, babe. That's summer. And there's something like it's like safe rebellion. You know, yes. Yes. it's that it's like there's nothing. We're not pushing the limits too hard, but we're also not just taking it as it it's, comes. It's conformity with a sense of humor, with a, mm-hmm. with a little bit of, this isn't that important, guys. Yeah. Well, we are going to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, this comes on at a barbecue. Who's mad? Who's mad? If you're mad. A troublemaker. A troublemaker. You and the person that requested Whitney get taken off need to get out of my house. <laughs> you're not allowed. How dare you be How here? How dare sir? you? Who brought you? Who brought you? Whatever plus one you are, you're a negative zero now. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, It's Still Rock and Roll to Me is number three on our top 10 summer jams. We're rolling right into number two. Caitlin, what's number two? It can only be Umbrella by Rihanna. 2007. Can I just say, thank God Britney passed. Yes. Thank God. I was going to bring up, this song was offered to Britney Spears originally, who we stand, we We absolutely die for, but inappropriate uh, match of songs. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, Britney herself is not a summer artist, I have to say. Mm -mm, You can absolutely mm -mm. blast Britney in the summer, but I don't think that she has had a song of the summer. And maybe that's her, one of her next challenges she needs to take on. Yeah. I would consider her an artist of spring. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I could see that. I could see that. It, mm-hmm. There's just not that sound. It, it just doesn't. I mean, have I blared Britney out of a Jeep? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But is it the most iconic music to do that while you're rolling down the shore? I'm not sure. I think you'd put on Umbrella first. Oh, hell yeah. Rihanna. You know, it could just be individual style and taste. Mm-hmm. And it's just not for Brit. She's keeping it in the spring. Okay. Mm-hmm. No problem. But Rihanna is an absolute summer queen. Yeah. I mean, I truly think this is the biggest song of all time. And I don't know if that's like true. Like I can back it up with any facts as far as charts or sales. Mm-hmm. But to me, it like is the biggest song. Like, when this came out, I just I don't think you could escape this song. Nor were you trying. No, no, no. Like no. I was like, did it come out in 2007 or 2010? But it was being played all three years. So it doesn't really matter. 
I would even say, I, I feel like from 2007 to 2012, I would say maybe yeah. even as far as 2015, I, it was a long time. It really, it got us through that, that latter half of the Bush administration, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, we may not have had Obama if we hadn't had Umbrella. It gave Thank us, you. it gave us hope. And then Thank you. Obama came in talking about hope and we were like, we believe in mm-hmm. hope. Because- we were like, we recognize this from the song. Yeah, yeah. Rihanna gave, Rihanna sparked that in us and and I love that. I also it's so different in energy, but I do love the Mandy Moore cover. It's so it's such a basic version, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Mandy Moore is good at covers because she gets she always she's honoring, you know. Yeah, she gets it. Is is the Mandy Moore cover of Umbrella Chugi? And are we still <laughs> saying Chugi? I would say yes, and I don't know. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Just... Mandy Moore is chuggy, but that's that's the best. Look, chuggy is just chuggy. It's not negative or positive. Okay. All right. I just I okay. think it's ah. a little negative. <laughs> I think it's a little negative, but I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure it out. And if you don't know what we're talking about, good for you. Good for you. Um, well, Umbrella, iconic. Rihanna, iconic. She. I can't think of a single one of her songs that I wouldn't want to blast during the summer. And I mean. If you're looking to party with some people, Rihanna, maybe DM maybe. us as well. Okay. Okay. That would be so fun. We won't tell anyone. We'll sign an NDA. Well, I will. It never happened on the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we I, Our lips would be sealed. Just like a go-go song. Uh, all right. Well, I this last song of the summer, what to me, one of the greatest songs of the summer of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to propose... Yep. That we actually bring it back and make it <sighs> the song of the summer for 2021. We don't have okay. a song of the summer yet. I'm open. I'm open. And a co- not long ago, fans and stands came together to get Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas charting again. Yes. And we stand nation. I feel like we could all come together to bring this next song back to the charts. Let's take a listen. You ask yourself. on does it get any better than donna summer no no and donna summer hasn't really had her full resurgence you know she needs a moment she needs a moment she's earned a moment i think you know this was the song of the summer in 1979 when disco was still you know a thing and i think disco is such a summary you totally. know, Bob totally. and John and Donna Summer did it better than anybody. And I think Bad Girls is just such a fun, like, yeah. hook. And I think, you know, something that I was thinking about, I was like, all right, 2021, how do we get this charting again? I feel like Lizzo, we need you. Okay. Right? She's just so of this moment. And I think it would be so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I-, I think it'd be so cool. And also... I want to see the reboot of Bad Boys, but it's Bad Girls, and it's a new franchise with females uh, in the in the roles. Maybe with Lizzo. 
with Lizzo. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. And then we bring back the, you know, the Will Smith of it all with the big blockbuster summer movie song tie-in like he always we used need to that do. Desperately. And we know need it, it should be Cardi B and Lizzo. Oh, I just got so excited. They'd be so funny. They'd be so good. It'd be so fun and so good. We need a Blood Girls movie um, and, and, and a flute solo on this track. And I'm here for it. How fun would this be? Oh. Doesn't it make you want to have a summer just thinking about it? Also, yeah. her her last name is is Summer, Donna Summer. Like, <laughs> come on. It's like, what can we do? Like, she's so good. It's so good. I'm going to be listening to this song on repeat all summer. Whether whether anyone joins me in the cause of making it number one again on the charts, I will be making it number one in my household. There we go. And she's done it before, folks. White houses. <laughs> I've done it before. I'll do it again. You know, I uh, hey, you're talking you're talking to a woman who gives no fucks with her playlist. I listened to Torn 27 times yesterday. That's uh, right. Uh, Natalie and Brulia's Torn played 27 times in my house yesterday. So I am unhinged and ready to rock and roll. <laughs> well, Caitlin, thanks for counting down the summer hits. Oh, yeah. Me. I think we got the top 10. We'll make a Spotify for y'all. Yeah, you better be following us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, because we're going to be dropping that Spotify playlist for y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren, for your five. Ugh, amazing. And now I'm going to finally put your knowledge to the test. Okay. I'm ready. With a return of a game we have not played in over a year. Wow, wow, wow. Return of a game called Tiger Beat It. <gasps> Amazing. This is the game where the contestants guess the cover of teen magazines of years gone by. Uh-huh. I have changed the rules. Mm-hmm. There will be three rounds from 1989, 1999, and 2014. I have assigned points to the people on the covers. So the most obvious guesses, you'll get one point. The people that are a little more obscure or off, you will get more points. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. If this was 1964 and you guessed the Beatles, one point. But then if you were like Ron Howard, I'd be like four points or something. That's okay. if it was 1964, which we're not doing. These are issues from summer of these years. Okay, okay. This is from... so. Our first magazine is Bop Magazine okay. from June 1989. I am going to give you this information. There are okay. six pictures, so I'm going to give you six guesses. Okay. June of 1989. And and by the way, these are individual photos. I'm going to just tell you. Okay. If, if there were groups, that's one photo. Okay. I'm going to say 1989. Madonna is one of them? No. Oh! <gasps> Really? Okay. Okay. Um, wow, I might be really bad at this. Um Banana Rama. No. <gasps> Molly Ringwald? No. Emilio Estevez. No. I'm so bad at this. You're down to two. Oh my god. For oh my one. god. Oh my god. Um um 1989, 1989. Um um Rob Lowe. <laughs> no, but that they they definitely considered him. Okay. Okay. You have um, one guess to get any points for 1989. Shit. There are two more rounds. There are two more shit, rounds. Shit. 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 I can't believe I crapped the bed so bad. Um, 1989. Ooh. This is uh, New Kids on the Block. That's right. That, that was one oh point. Oh my that god. Was... Oh my god. I can't believe I'm such a failure. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Wow. The other uh, the 
The next points would be Debbie Gibson. Makes sense. Corey Haim. Makes sense. Kirk Cameron. Okay. Johnny Depp. And the hardest one I thought was Alyssa Milano. I would have thought of her 1991, not 1989. This is is why years are troubling. Confusing. Okay. Okay. Years are confusing, folks. So next we have a Tiger Beat magazine from... August of 1999. This one also has six pictures, so you will get six guesses. Okay. 98 degrees. That gets you two points. Yes. Um, maybe Backstreet Boys? That gets you one point. You okay. are, you're, you're, you're bringing it back. You're bringing um, it. In August, Hanson? No. Mm, okay. Okay. That's fair. I, I had a feeling I might be pushing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 1999 is Jennifer Love Hewitt. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm losing it again. Uh, Christina Aguilera. No. What? Oh, wow. So you have one more guess wow. for August wow. of wow. 1999. Um, I know who I want it to be, but I... I want it to have been Brandy, but I don't know. I'm going to say Brandy because I think she deserves it, but probably She does not. deserve it. She's not. Um, this one is almost like things are almost too obvious. The yeah. other are NSYNC, Britney Spears, and then LFO. I almost said I, I should have just trusted my Carter. Gut. Wow. I forgot about Aaron Carter. I tried at least. And I had assigned the highest points for Aaron Carter and LFO because those yeah. are. Wow. Okay. I should have just trusted my gut and gone with the more obvious. I was trying to outsmart the game and the you thing can't do is, that. You can't do that. Yeah. The the thing is, yeah, it, it's it's very obvious. Now, this one I think is hands down the hardest. So um, God, well, okay. good luck. But because this is a bop magazine from right. June, July of 2014. 2014. Okay. Okay. And there are nine pictures. So you get nine guesses. Okay. 2014. I'm going to say One Direction. Correct. One point. You're on the board. And I think the lesson learned in this game is always just guess the dominant boy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jonas Brothers? No. Huh. Okay. I... I'm new to the Jonas Brothers, so I guess I'm I'm still trying to figure out what their deal was. Um, oh man, I can like see this band. It's another one of those like little teeny bopper bands. Are they called like the Wanted or something like that? Oh, I know what you mean, but yeah, no, no okay. Um, Sorry, if I jumped the if you if that was your final answer, I apologize. You know, no, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, so no Jonas Brothers, no the Wanted, but yes to One Direction, 2014, June, July. I will say, keep in mind, they do start including more women as it goes along. Okay. Okay. Was Adele there? No. <laughs> that is a woman. Congrats. You get no points, but just honorable mention for that is a woman. If, if Billy Eichner runs into your house right now and says, name a woman, you will succeed. I get a dollar. I get yes, a dollar. you will get a dollar for saying Adele. Okay, wait. In 2014... um. I I would have been okay. I graduated grad school in 2012, so I would have been in New York 2012 to 2013, 2013. Okay, so what what was happening? Summer of 2014. Um, Katy Perry. Yes. 
Okay. Katy Perry, I'm giving you three points. Okay. Um, so Katy Perry and um was Rihanna on it? No. Though it's Okay. That's not crazy. Was Drake? No, though also not crazy. Okay. Um we're down mm-hmm. to five guesses, let's say. <laughs> Um, 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 2014. There's definitely more people on here you've for sure heard of, but possibly people you've never heard of. Yeah. I feel like this would have been too late for Carly Rae Jepsen. She would have been over. Like, she would, this would have been, she would have been, that was like summer 2012, 2013. So not Carly Rae. Robin wasn't it yet. Pink, maybe? Or Kesha? No, I can no. see Kesha, but no, it's not. Right. No, I guess Kesha had kind of dipped out for a second. Yeah, this wasn't. She had. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes like when the people appear on these is. It's not line. always. Yeah, it's not always um, in line. Um, hey. <laughs> there's OK, there's honestly one woman. I don't know who she is. So if she's one of the Hames, I'll have to give it to you. But I don't <laughs> think that they would just have one. Okay, yeah, they usually come in packs. <laughs> um, packs of Hames. Um, Ed Sheeran. No, they think this would be the early rise of him. Yeah. Um, this wasn't quite... We weren't quite at Jason Derulo times yet, right? No. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Bieber! Oh, my God! Why did I not say Justin you Bieber? You know what? I don't know, but he's not on this. Oh. I think this is a little bit... He... I don't know. Actually, he just... Maybe it's just not on this one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe he's like... He had already been on like 9 out of 12 that year. This is my... Is this my... Am I almost out? I'm probably out of guesses. Probably. Yeah. And th- there's like three that you're just like never... Gonna, actually four that I feel like you will never get. <laughs> because I just don't know who they are. I don't think. I mean, I didn't know anything about One Direction until a year ago. So... Yeah. I, there you I, go. We could become big fans of these people. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Um, but there's now, three people you've for sure heard of, but you just okay. haven't named. I just haven't named. So, so far I've just gotten Katy Perry, One Direction, and that's it? Yep. Damn. I was listen. I was I was listening to a lot of pop at this time. How am I? How have I? How have I forgotten? I I did. This was the summer I got very into improv, so I was drinking heavily. Oh dear! This, I oh, was drinking dear. Well, heavily. Then we'll give you we'll give you a pass of about ten points. There was a lot of darkness happening, and that's why I think I thought Kesha was big because I kept. I would because your lifestyle. Yeah, and I would go in and play Kesha on the jukebox at this one bar on repeat until my teammates got so mad um this is the summer after blurred lines and the summer after get lucky Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just throw this out there knowing that it's probably incorrect but i am going to hope that it's the pussycat oh my god i wish no it wasn't but i know but it would have been but you never know you you can get a stray nicole scherzinger around sometimes you just never know so this one i have to say is super hard and it's so so the celebrities that you do know that are also on it are ariana grande oh yeah selena gomez oh jennifer lawrence okay oddly i should have guessed selena as soon as i guessed justin yeah that was my mistake um, Jennifer Lawrence being on this cover is an abomination, and it's I actually refute that, and I will be suing. Bob okay, Magazine. that's fine, and it is a picture of her from the Oscars, so it's no. super super confusing. No, so hate let's get to the four that let's just guess who they are and okay. Gen Z come for our asses that okay. we don't know. Okay, Ross, who 
He's a blonde young man named Ross. It, they still have last names. Like, you're just supposed to know. And I do respect that, but I don't know. That's not real. There was never a pop okay, star named Ross. this guy maybe we know. Austin? There was an Austin once, right? Uh, there have been lots of Austins. Okay. Is it the Austin? For, it's not the Austin from One Tree Hill, is it? No. Okay. Uh, Olivia? Mun? <laughs> Wild? Neither. I don't think it's Rodrigo, because she would have only she, been like 11. She wasn't walking yet. She's blonde in this pic. She has two dogs. She looks like 17 or 18 in this pic. Huh. I don't know. And then finally, a band called The Vamps. The the Vamps? I know. This this cover feels half made up. Wait, okay. I looked this up because I just could not meet The Vamps. Correct. That's not... Is it from a TV show? Like, that can't be a real band. And this cover does seem a mix of real celebrities and fake. <laughs> okay, Ross... Uh, Ross's picture is so big. I know. Oh, yeah. And I should say for the listener, Ross is the... The big, like, if you've seen a Bop or Tiger Beat or Teen Beat cover, there's usually one bigger photo so that, you know, then surrounded by dozens of others. And Ross is the, the feature. He's doing the Bieber work here. I He looks just like him. Oh, the Vamps were a British pop rock band. Okay, good. I do. They're still kicking it. They, okay. I'm <laughs> still kicking it. They're still kicking it. I vaguely remember them. Wait, so is this Austin? Was there, there was a, um, a kid show around this time called Austin and Allie. And that's where ah. Ross, and that's who Ross and Ross played Austin, I think, on that show. Confusing. Is that the same person? I think Ross played Austin. Oh my God. Someone yeah. yeah. Ro- Ross Lynch. Okay. Ross Lynch fr- played Austin on Austin and Allie. Okay. Well, Lauren, I think you did an amazing job on this very difficult game. Very difficult. Wow. That was crazy. Um, we will return to the game. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And put more people through this strife wow. one day. Wow. Tiger but beat congrat- it. Congratulations on Tiger beat it. You did sit. You got NKTOB. You got BSB in 98 degrees from 99. And you got One Direction Katy Perry from 2014. I did. Okay. It wasn't my best showing, but I didn't give up and I kept trying. So well, I am just, proud. Yeah. And it's, it's a game where you can just overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you uh, to uh, friends of the show, uh, Victoria and Ariel, who made me aware of One Direction <laughs> so I could get those points. So I, we thank you. We Absolutely. Stand. Absolutely. Well, Caitlin, I don't know about you, but I feel ready for summer now. Yeah, I got to go summer out a little bit, I think. I, I got to summer out. I'm going to have to summer and, and, and summer hard. But you know what? You should make part of your summer is seeing us live. Yes. Uh, exciting news, Stantans. Uh, we are going to be live and in person on Monday, June 28th, 10.30 p.m. at the Squirrel Theater, which is doing a residency at the Caveat Theater in Lower Manhattan. Uh, tickets are available now on the Squirrel website. We've got links uh, on our link tree via our uh, Instagram. We're going to be, po- we've posted it on uh Twitter. Um, if you can't find it, you can DM us and we'll happily uh, share it with you. But we're going to be taking this show back to where it began, live on stage. Yes, we cannot wait. And did you know, Lauren, you have to show proof of vaccination to get into caveat right now. So listeners, if any of you were on the fence mm-hmm. and you were like, I just need a reason 
to go get that vaccination. Let this mm. be the reason, folks. You've got till June 28th to get fully vaccinated to see this show live. There still will be social distancing. There still will be masks. You can mm -hmm. feel absolutely safe. We would never do a show anywhere where we felt the stand stands were in danger. And we are also so excited because we're going to be paired up with a delightful show all about Broadway. Yeah. So it doesn't get much better than that. We're going to be talking pop culture and Broadway and we're going to be kicking it. We'd love to There's see gonna you There's going to be beer. There's going to be wine. Come on. Come on. It's real summer energy. We can't wait to see you and find out more info on all of our socials at We Stand Social. And last plug we've got, we've got a book club coming up on May okay. 27th. Uh, we're reading Leslie Jordan's new book. Uh, we are excited to have new people join us. So if you yes. have been thinking about joining our book club and needed an excuse or needed a push, slide into those DMs. We will share the Zoom link and bring you into the fam to talk about icon Leslie Jordan. Come we on. We love him so much. We love we him. We really do. We really do. And we love you. Until next time, guys. Gals. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Gals. Michelle Gallo.